Blog Talk Radio. Green Living Guy here, just hanging out on a nice day, even though it's a little on the cool side, but uh, who knows with this uh, weather nowadays. Anyway, we're here with uh, Chris Hale from Sun Blue Energy out of Westchester County in my area here, and we just wanted to have a little talk about this whole solar energy thing, so clear some things up. What's going on, Chris? How's it going? Good, yeah, beautiful day. Just went to a nice meeting at the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, and now I'm ready to talk some Sleepy solar. Sleepy Hollow Cemetery? You've been digging ditches, or you you putting up solar panels, Doc? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Chamber of Commerce meeting. Oh, yeah. okay, at a cemetery. <laughs> yeah. I've still been a live crowd. I'm sorry, that was just too much open there. I'm sorry, even if it was a bad joke, it just was so wide open. Anyway, so... Uh, Let's talk about this. Uh, first of all, for Sun Blue Energy, you've been in business now for about a year or so, doing this thing with NYSERDA, trying mm-hmm. to be a certified installer in the state of New York. You know, you're just yep. one of those companies growing up there and doing the thing. And yep. uh, how's that going for you? How's the industry? How's the market? How's it going? The industry's great. Um, it's The demand is through the roof. I actually just got email from a distributor today saying that uh, the demand is so high that uh, prices may actually start going back up, which, you know, because of the actual quantities out there are lim- right. are going to be more like limited. Mad. Yeah, exactly. Issues, yeah. So, uh, but the prices have been going down, which uh, the incentives have been stabilizing and also going down just a little, but the prices are going down faster. So it's a very good time. Uh, the growth is incredible. Um, and as far as the market goes, um, New York State is a very good market. They have good incentives. New Jersey and Pennsylvania are definitely um, – more attractive as far as incentives because they have the renewable energy credit market, but um, yeah. all, all three areas are very good for solar. Right, and this is just for the tri-state area and other parts yeah. of the country that people are listening to this. There, check out your incentives. We know California is great. We know, you know, there are other states out there that are definitely great as well, and we, we'll talk about them. But right now, we're just focusing on this area. <laughs> but we're talking about solar in general. Mm-hmm. Um, here, uh, my question is, which I just recently found out. I mean, you know, I know this is not much for you, but five percent of all U.S. supply of solar is built in the United States. Five percent? Yeah, no, I believe it. I'm. I mean, not. I mean, that needs to go up. That needs to go up. You're talking about green jobs. Hello, Char- okay, mm-hmm. everyone out there. You will need a green job. Make some solar panels here. Demand is going to exceed supply. There's going to be a price issue. They'll love to have you around. Come on, people, build it here. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) Build it here. Uh, You know, as far as the you know the global marketplace, the prices are just right now. It's very attractive to go with you know outside of the U.S. So there has to be something to spur it on the manufacturing here because we could definitely do it. Well, does NYSERDA do that, or they're usually government agencies or government yep. entity, entities that are doing that? I mean, I wouldn't even mind if these these uh, if you had companies, because I know that there are some companies that are starting to build, like for my case, electric cars mm-hmm. in the United States to sell to people in the United States, which is much more sustainable and local and that whole kind of thing. And right. maybe it should be done for any type of industry. Even if you have an international company out there, you know they should build the things where they're selling them versus where they're yeah. cheaper. Because if you then count in all the other factors, 
which are trade tariffs, taxes, environmental costs of doing the slow boat from China, yep. safety issues and concerns, and health risks. You know, you deal with all that kind of stuff. You just, you know, maybe it does pay off in the long run just to well, build them there, you know. Yeah, I mean, I look at it that way as well. I mean, there are, there are international solar companies, for example, SunTech, one of the leaders. They are actually opening – they're China-based, but they're opening up uh, manufacturing uh, facilities in Arizona for See, that very smart. reason. See, that's yeah. smart. That's, that's what, yeah, that's a great example of exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because for them, it's a lot cheaper. Right. Probably to, to, to build them here. Yeah, and just uh, have them near the market because they really – a lot of people are bullish on the uh, the PV market in the U.S. Um, uh, and also the other item was, you know, if there is some sort of legislation out there federally um, or even globally, some sort of either cap and trade or some price on carbon or, or even a carbon tariff, that would definitely um, in, incentivize manufacturing here if we end up having to pay – more for something that's coming from, say, China or other countries. Yeah, I mean, you could do it that way, or you could just build it here. I mean, the market right. wants it. You don't need to force the marketplace necessarily to want no. something they already want. Right. Okay? So, and you're telling me, you know, people want it, and the reason is because it's economically advantageous when you include in government incentives. Right. So, I, you know, you don't, I don't know necessarily if you need a cap and trade or or anything to force people to do anything more. I think just bring the cost down so it's cost competitive. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The other was, question uh, I had, yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. Uh, was uh, solar leasing. Okay. I've heard recently about that, where you basically can put the panel on the thing and uh, sign away and you pay somebody the difference, mm-hmm. like a finance type of operation. Is that available in the state? Have you? I mean, does this company New York called State? Solar City? Well, I know that. Oh. Well, here's the thing. I've heard this company called Solar City recently, yep. where mm-hmm. they offer the leasing. You just sign away, and they put the thing right on your roof, and you pay them yeah. the, the utility difference, I think, or the utility. I'm not quite sure about it. But yeah, I know I'm you not, just lease it. Right. What I'm not. I'm not as familiar with the Solar City model, but I, I believe they work in a similar fashion to how it works on larger scale projects. Solar City's residential, larger scale projects. There's uh, what's called a power purchase agreement, yeah. in which in which uh, you you say, you know what, I would love to go solar. I'd like to get solar energy. I'd like to save money, but I don't want to uh, take my money and invest in it. So say I'm you know own a storage facility. That's my business. I own storage, right. um, and I uh, have all this roof space. I don't necessarily want to invest in solar because I you know I just don't have the money in the budget right now, uh, but that what I could do is find investors, and I, I as an installer, would help you find what's called power purchase agreements, um, investors who would they then come in, they would say, okay, we'd like your roof, uh, we'd like to build a, a solar electric system here, a PV system here, and then sell you the power at a reduced rate from what you're paying right now. Okay. Um, okay. So, so it's advantageous um, to the, the the person there because they're getting solar energy, which is nice. Right. They, they're they able to say, you know, we're going green to their customers and their community. Uh, more importantly, even than that, is they're saving money because uh, they're able to pay less than what they're paying their electrical utility. And then thirdly, um, and this is, even could be um, 
you know, 1A as far as importance, you're able to budget for the next, say, 10 to 15 years what your uh, utility prices will be for the solar electricity um, because you're going into an agreement that 10 or 15 years, you're going to be buying the power at okay. this, this set rate. Can, um, and, I mean, I thought leasing is just like, you know, getting a finance agreement, correct? Couldn't you go to a finance company? Or doesn't that doesn't the company who offers the leasing or the install just use like a leasing company? Or I mean, I oh, don't think they're floating the note. Oh, so for example, uh, the finance. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I do want to say is what I hear from every power purchase agreement or every finance company that, that works in solar is every okay. case is different. So um, okay. they okay. usually could work around the situation. And uh, as far as, le yes, lease, I'm not familiar with the exact solar city model, so I don't want to speak out okay. of school here. All right, no, okay. no, no, and yeah. I don't want you to either. Yeah. That's not okay. the intent here. Okay. Okay, cool, great. Well, uh, let's see. I know that the other question I had is why, well, I mean, let's get, get basic for a few minutes. Why is solar the size of effect. It's great. But what, what are some of the basics that people can understand about solar that can help them to maybe want to go solar at their house? Uh, well, first off, um, it's like you said, it makes financial sense. Um, in, this, in this time where, you know, the economy is not that great, um, you can't even go to a bank and get a CD for, you know, more than 1% on a long-term CD. Um, it's actually a great investment because you're, you have the upfront costs, but if you extrapolate, if you um, do a cash flow summary over 30 years, your return on annual return on investment is anywhere is usually above 10%. So to find a place where you're putting your money in and getting 10% out a year, um, I mean, even in a good economy, that's those are very impressive numbers. So that's the main reason someone would want to do it financially. Uh, the okay. other thing, the other aspect which I uh, is I'm always attracted to is the independence from the utility. Utility rates fluctuate; they go up, they go down. Over the next few years, especially, you know this best because your electrical car background. Electrical cars do take off. Um, the population is growing. All these factors that you know the un, the uh, un, unsteady world of the Middle East and where we're getting our oil and so forth. Electri electricity, energy prices are going to continue to go up. So by having a solar electric system, you're declaring your independence, and you're able to now say, I'm creating this power. It's a one-for-one -one match with um, any power you create, you use right away. Any power you create that you don't use, you send back to the utility grid, and you get credited. It's called net metering. Uh, you get credited a one-for-one -one match on any kilowatt hour you, you're producing. Um, so it, it really, it, and then the environmental, uh, the amount of trees that you're saving over the life of your system, the amount of cars you can take off the road through the life of your system, the numbers really add up. Um, so you're, you're making an impact to uh, curb um, the effects of global warming, um, which, you know, our, the forecasts I just read today are doubling as far as the temperature rate increase over the next 100 years. So it's becoming more and more important to have that environmental aspect. So really, it's financial um, and independence and then environmental are all very key issues. Um, why you it, do it. I guess more cost-effectively, I mean, for people to understand, 
also is not just you're getting a 10% rate on return mm-hmm. also, but that your ability, the larger you go on your investment, the more you're eliminating that cost of electricity. Right. So what, what, what Chris is talking about with this net metering thing, okay, is basically your meter goes backwards so that you don't pay that cost of electricity. I mean, in some cases, that could be 30 to 40% of your total electric, your total energy bill. Yep. And in some cases, in some, you know, in the summer, in some cases, it could even be more. Right. So this has the ability to give you not just a rate of return on your investment, you know, over the 30 years, but every month, that you sink, you know, you sink that money in, or you try and finance it, or something like that, right? right. So it's not as bad of a cost. Right. Then the minute that sucker is connected and it starts doing its thing, you know, you're saving energy immediately, immediately. Yeah. And as you were saying, you know, prices of energy are going to go up, people. They don't go down. <laughs> and meaning your electric bill. You know, yeah, gas might go up or down, but overall it goes up. Right. Um, and this is one thing we have more than enough abundance of, which is photons. <laughs> yeah, it's just endless. It's endless. Uh, we got more than enough people. Don't worry. And do me a favor. Don't even start thinking, well, um, if if I start putting up a solar panel, this guy's not going to have an electric. Let me tell you something. We have more than enough. I think, what do they say? With solar electricity, we can generate in an hour what you need for a day. No, no. Or for a year, a no, year, no, right? For a year. All year, the, year. the sun can produce yes, the amount of power the amount of power the sun produces can take care of all our energy needs in the whole earth. Right. Forty minutes of sun for one year. Well, <laughs> crazy. Well, I, mean, I mean unbelievable. Just like that, you know? I mean <laughs> who'd have thought? You know? I mean it's really simple here. We're not talking about like you know Rocket science, okay? This isn't mm-hmm. like Jimmy Carter telling you to strap on, you know, some, some frickin' sweater here, people. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he put solar on the roofs, but he didn't make it easy for you. He said you were going to have to sacrifice. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> Why should I? Why should I sacrifice comfort and living how I want to live as an individual versus putting up solar panels? Mm-hmm. You know? No. Or you put no. up. The more you put up, the more you, the more you know, the more you put up. Okay, in solar, the only mm-hmm. thing you're doing is crediting back your, you know, you're never going to pay out to the utility. You might pay thirty bucks as a usage fee for the year. Right. But that's about it. Okay. Yep. So, my thought is that, you know, even that excess energy that's thrown out there, that it's a credit. You know, think about it. You're doing yourself a favor. You're already giving more back in power to the grid than the grid needs right? on, on the regular. So now it's funny. I just heard a recent thing that the grid has to be secure to handle this. Oh, yeah. No, I mean. Because now, now they're here talking about like all these electro, you know, electromagnetic, all these pulses they're going to shoot through and mm-hmm. the grid won't sustain it. So what I'm starting to hear which is something you should be interested in, Chris, is that uh, there are some customers of mine or people that I know 
that are also interested in battery backup. Okay. So talk about the battery backup concept. Is you know, yeah, you've got your grid tie. Mm-hmm. Okay. But talk about the battery backup, especially in situations of like, um, you know, your power goes out, and you're talking about like blizzards, or you're talking about like power outages, snow, you know, rainstorms, whatever, and you want that solar electricity. Well, then you get a generator almost, right? Yeah, I think um, your environment and where you live, um, your location, your access to the utility grid um, would be the main drivers for the battery backup. Um, battery backup, or just your personal preference. If you have, um, you, you, you do not like losing power, um, then the battery backup will sustain you. So what you want to weigh, though, is uh, the cost of it. Um, because if you're not in a, an environment where, you know, you're in a log cabin, uh, remote environment, uh, and you are near the utility grid, yeah, it usually does make sense um, to uh, do a grid tide um, because then you're not storing energy, um, which just costs money. It really costs uh, a good deal more. Um, to store so the that, energy? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. what about it in situations like we had the blizzard we had recently, right? Mm-hmm. And people lost their power. Right. For some people for a week. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> yeah. That's a major concern in your area. Definitely a battery backup is worth worth taking a look at. Um, Can you do a uh, combo? Does the state offer the combo pack? <laughs> you know what I mean? A little from column A, a little from column B? You know, like Yeah, no, pack. you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can. You can do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's good to yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because cause some people might just want a little extra juice in, you know, in the garage if uh, if Con Ed or whomever decides to, they can't handle it, you know, or a blizzard. Right. You know, yeah. and, 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 and but you I mean, if you've got an opportunity to yeah. have emergency power. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's also, uh, again, if you're not experiencing a lot of blackouts, maybe one every few years in your area, then the grid tide is definitely... Grid tide's the way to go. But if yeah, you're not, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, then there's another thing for everybody should know. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me more about how the business... You started off and you started your training, and, I mean, is it just, like, as simple as you've been just out there? What are you doing to, to, to get business, or is it difficult to get? Tell, tell me more. Well, I, what I find interesting is that there's a there's a lot of people out there in my position who are starting out in the past couple of years in the solar industry. Um, there's definitely seasoned veterans out there um, that we're all learning from. But uh, then, and so there's a lot of people out there learning the trade. And then there's a whole bunch of people who are interested in solar. But there's, it's connecting me, the guy who's selling it, and the person who's interested. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been able to meet with many, many people who are interested. And, um, you know, there's uh, – I've gone through many uh, Internet leads. I've gone through networking. Also, um, salespeople out there just looking, right. knocking on doors. Right. So um, there's many different avenues to get to the customers. Um, uh, once you actually meet with them, it's a, it's a very, um, very uh, attractive sale. Because you know, okay. um, it, if, if someone has any inkling in doing it, once they see all the benefits of it, financially, environmentally, um, they will definitely 
you know, they usually either jump on it or strongly consider it. Now, is, if you need the panels, you can just order the panels and get them going and stuff like that, or is it a process? How long does it take usually from when I say I do till till it goes well, on? Yeah, the panels is a, is a, is a one of the longer steps in the whole process, but the actual the longest step is usually um, just um, within your state is applying for the rebate and getting acceptance for the rebate. Uh, since these are government incentives, usually states have some sort of rebate program, yeah. um, and that drives the, the cycle so of the it's the government's install. fault? It's the government's fault? No, without the government, without the government, we wouldn't have it. So <laughs> we're very thankful. It's a double-edged sword there, is what you're saying, Chris. No, no, it's, uh, we're very grateful for the, all the no, events and the rebates. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. awesome and everything yeah. like that. I'm just busting chops. But, I mean, yeah, it's, impo- yeah. it's important for them to always know that they could speed up the process. Right there, Jenny? Right. You know? It's like, yeah. speed it up! Speed Help me help you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> You know, turn up the gauge. You know, it's like time to, to rock and roll and get those things out there. Get the money yeah. out there. You know, everybody's complaining. They're complaining that they can't get the money out there. We're saying, hurry it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on now. Well, there's got to be some media in there. There's got to be some disconnect. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But hopefully they'll figure it out. We'll get this thing turned up because... Yeah. You know, it's like I love they're spending trillions of dollars in stimulus money, but, okay, I tried calling the White House recently and asked, okay, the projects you're doing, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, re- <laughs> Hey, tell me about a project that you just recently announced to do energy efficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've tried calling it back twice now. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I tried, you know, I, just, I asked the same question over and over again. You got an energy efficiency project you can tell me about? Nothing. Really? Okay. Quite annoying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, man? What are you going to yeah. do? I mean, I think the bottom line is is that you guys just got to keep pushing them, and we got to keep telling them to hurry it up and uh, get the money out there, be more efficient about it. And uh, the more that it happens, the more then um, solar will overall become a better thing. I mean, it's great that we're starting to build them here. You know, SunTech, for SunTech to do that is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And there should be more companies building them here. It will only yeah. increase the supply. And right. I know that they're coming up with, in the federal government or the, all these R&D facilities, nanotechnologies and other technologies that are only going to make solar more attractive going forward, and it won't be necessarily photovoltaic or something like that. Right. No. No, uh, the opportunities are endless. Yeah, it really is with solar. And I think that, uh, you know, I mean, what did they say? If you take, simply put, which they say that, you know, we need to build these nuclear power plants because we've got to have enough backup for the solar. And I'm just saying to myself, listen, you take 9% of the Mojave Desert, and you put parabolic solar panels on it, and you, you, you've got enough power for the United States. Yeah. And you know yeah. who did that? That's from the Department of Energy. That's not even me. Right, yeah. 
You take 1% of the sub-Saharan Africa and you do the same thing with parabolic solar panels, right, polar dishes, mm-hmm. you can power the world. Wow. So, well, transmission is definitely, uh, you know, well, Yeah, we got a little that. transmission problem, yeah. from, and I don't frankly want to have, get my solar parabolic over in, uh, in, from the Middle East. I'd rather have it, you know, from the Mojave. Right. Or at least places that, bottom line is what we're trying to all say here, people, is there's enough solar, there's enough technology, and we don't need to be building these other crazy power plants. We can be building solar. Okay? It does, it's not like even, you know, I mean, I love wind, and I, and, I, and I I talk about wind, I think it's great, but, you know, then you don't even have that issue of it killing birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, it could be done anyway. You know, if, if, if the bird's drunk enough, maybe it'll hit the panel, but I'm telling you right now, at least it does nothing, okay? It just stands yeah. there and does nothing, but acts like a sponge. You know, that's all, all solar is, is a sponge for energy. I mean, and it's we got plenty of it. I'm looking outside right now. It's sunny out. We got plenty of it, you know, all day long, 40 minutes in a day. We got enough for the year. So I, 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 why is there such a disconnect, Chris? Uh, well, why is, uh, I just I get so confused about that. Maybe maybe well, you can help me out. Describe describe what you mean by disconnecting. Why don't people get that solar that, that solar is much more? There's still a bunch of people that think you know coal. Nuclear. Well, yeah, I mean nuclear, I mean, nuclear. Nuclear is supposed to be a pretty nice, clean technology, except for the disposal of it. Oh, except for know. the waste. Yeah. <laughs> and the tritium and all the other things, yeah. and the yeah. fact that all of our nuclear reactors are basically leaking. What? What about that? <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, I just in that sentence, I spoke my full knowledge of nuclear energy. Yeah. Um, so, but as far as uh, solar goes, it, the disconnect, I think, is just takes time. You know, people, the more people see it, the more people see that it makes sense. It'll just uh, filter through. The more I mean, out there, maybe? The more yeah, oh, yeah. Solar panels huge. out there physically? Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, yeah. People ask about them. I mean, because it's not as if there's, um, you know, an environmental agenda or anything like that that's driving it. No, it just makes sense. The people who are interested are, are interested because it's, you know, they, they either want to stick economically it to the utility or they yeah. save finance. Yeah, yeah, economically it makes sense. That's the that's the only reason, really. Um, everything else is um, a ter- secondary. Um, so the more it's out there, people will 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 see that it works, and it will just um, it will grow from there. It, it will um, coal, for example. I mean, it's what's supporting towns and communities. So it's had such a long history. That you're fighting yeah, but now you got issues of coal safety. I mean, you right, got coal right. mi- you got these coal right. mines, but people are dying. No, I mean, I know. can't the people in those coal countries understand? Let's start building some darn solar panels. Well, I think they do understand that, but it's not just an easy transition to jump over from one job to the other. You know, I mean, oh, if you right. take a coal, yeah, I got coal the, job definitely, away, definitely, definitely, yeah. I'm with you there. You wanna, yeah, I'm with you there, but you know, <laughs> we got to figure a transition, man. People got to yeah. get get, it, get yeah. into this stuff. We got to start building these. You know, you got to mine something, right? For what do you got to mine for? For you got to mine silicone, don't you, or something like that, or silica? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just mine for silica, baby. <laughs> it's not coal. I'm not training you anything different. Just what you're getting. 
Okay. <laughs> there might be some safety issues here and there, but I think the guys are receptive to that, you know? Yeah. Keeping a sure job, not having to worry about asphyxiation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Basic things. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. You know? I don't need no more coal power burning power plants, but hey, let's start mining some silica. Mm-hmm. You know, where where are they? I mean, is there a, a, um, enough of a resource of it in the in the ground? I mean, I've heard conflicting things, but um, I, I think it's rather unlimited. But you know, okay. there also is just you know the whole process of doing it. So yeah, um, yeah. so maybe so that is the li- where the limits would come in. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think. We're getting close to the wrap up of this thing, but I, I, I do want to say that we, the, we, it flew so quick that I'm just like I have all these questions. <laughs> well, we're about to end, you know. So, well, with lightning round, lightning round. Well, we're getting close to the end here. We got the 60 second mark coming soon, so the lightning round would be. Um, I'll do like what's his name, Bill O'Reilly. All right, we'll, I'll okay. give you final. Okay, you got the 60 second final thoughts. <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, buy solar. Buy now. Buy today. Buy often. Create the future. Creating, a, a, create a real future. Yeah. I can breathe in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're breathing's not optional. Yeah, we're breathing's not optional. Yeah, and it doesn't like do anything like if you touch the solar panel, mm-hmm. right? I touched the solar panel recently, and nothing happened. <gasps> <laughs> I didn't hurt myself in the process. You yeah. know? Build I just made sure I walked around wi- some wire conduit or some, you know, like some PVC piping. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, you know, buy solar, people. Green Living Guy saying out. Green Living Guy saying one small step at a time. And, hey, solar's not a bad small step, people, even if you want to do solar thermal. We'll talk about that next time, Hale. Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us. Green Living Guy saying out. Peace. And uh, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, Chris. We'll have on again. Have a good one, man. Talk to you. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.